Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Am I tough enough? Strong and stable leadership. Total rhubarb. Hell yes, I'm tough enough. Shut the fridge. Not another one. It's the Politics Show podcast. The podcast ain't nonsense. The Politics Show podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Come on. Jason Campbell. That's the most enthusiastic guest response we've had to that sentence. Uh, yeah, to be fair. <laughs> On like the top of your wall of guest anti nonces I think Uber's straight to the oh, top. Oh, man. Cheers, guy. Cheers. Uber, cheers. Thanks for coming cheers. in. Thank Good you. to have you with us. Cheers. You mugged cheers. me off with this pint, haven't you? Cheers. Cheers. Well, you, poured, you poured the heady one last week, but I did do that one, and I'm, I apologise. I'm sorry about that. You could have just said, oh, you're deflecting. I could have done. And That'd people would have believed it. Uh, <laughs> they, yeah, they would. I am joined, as always, by the golden boy, Ed Campbell. Ed, how are you? I'm doing excellently. Thank you. Great. How are you? So positive. Very well. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Ava Santina, Capital J journalist. Ava, Hi. how are we? Thanks for having me. A pleasure. And uh, Ubar Butler, I, I should have asked you what you wanted to be introduced as. Hit viral sensation, TV presenter, Ooh. TV man. I like it. Yeah? All three, please. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> the strike. Absolutely. That's a long name strap. <laughs> we'll, we'll fit it in. Sean will fit it in. Um, what, what's the story, guys? I know, obviously, that because of the magic of editing, people won't know that we've, we've gone straight through from doing one recording to the next one. Yeah. Actually, that's a bit of a giveaway, isn't it? Yeah, we're wearing the exact same clothes. <laughs> <laughs> three days later, Ollie, yeah. Ollie won't let us leave the studio. Oh. Um, but, Uber, what have you been up to? What's the story? Uh, you've, you've obviously got a... Um, You've got, a, you've got a doc airing this evening? Yes, at 10 p.m. called The Great Amazon Heist. Sorry, I've not talked about it. I've not done an interview yet, so this is... This is the first time? Yeah. Right. So this basically is... it's a puff piece whoa, for Amazon. Whoa, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We haven't watched a single bit of it. Yeah. Me and Jeff Bezos met in a bar a few years ago. You've, you've, you guys have... We've got a scoop. This is an exclusive. We're first. Mm. Fucking hell. Yeah, good for us. There is a first for everything, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, So that means I'm going to be particularly bad in the interview. Oh, I'm not yeah. sure about that. I'm going to warm up. It's quite nice because basically we couldn't get through something. We couldn't get through the Amazon legal process ourselves when we did something. So it's, this is like a circumvent way to do it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. And we're toast. It's nice. We're d- 
Oh, he's, he's reluctant about whether he's made it through or not. No, no, we're really good. Close. Well, touch wood, yeah. we're good, I think. Okay, well, cheers cheers to your success in, in dealing with Amazon. Uh, what is the premise of the great Amazon heist? Um, so, uh, that's an interesting... So, how, so, basically, it's a film that is... trying is me fucking with Amazon, mm. I guess. Uh, and... I guess that there's just so much reporting about Amazon and everyone kind of has this kind of vague idea that they're up to a lot of naughty stuff. Well, allegedly. Uh, and <laughs> there's the legals. <laughs> there they are. That allegedly uh, covers the entire episode, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not now. your first radio. That's that. Uh, yeah, and um, I am... I'm, this is a kind of two-year investigation slash... Um, projects that I've been working on, looking at the company, different parts of their business, like, you know, uh, their warehouses, the one is one part of the, of the thing. Uh, another bit is all about their platform. Another bit's about the safety of the platform and may potential, like, you know, inability to be safe. Uh, and then about taxes, mm -hmm. about, you know, the stuff with Amazon taxes. Um, it's like, to be honest, there's so much, it's an hour, or it's it's an hour and 10 minutes, weirdly. Channel 4 gave us an extra 10 minutes because it's a lot of, you know, whatever. 10 uh, minutes of legal at the end. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's a long right to reply. Yeah. Yeah. It is a lawyer on a phone. <laughs> like they unroll it like a script. <laughs> I mean, it's like quite interesting because like the film has ended up like when you finish a project, you, you end up sort of figuring out what it's about. Um, and this is definitely, I think the film is like quite about the law. Mm. Like there's a lot of the central conversation of me, of the film is me talking to a lawyer after the fact. And uh, which I did because I thought it was funny and he was funny. But in this like long process of actually making the thing, I've realized that, oh wait, you know, like this is, when it comes to some a company that big, it's really difficult to make something. Mm. To make this project has been very difficult. Mm. But like, uh, I think it's re I think it's good. I'm really happy with it. So, I mean, Brilliant. yeah. So did we. I mean, we were all watching it at the Thanks. desk today, sort of giggling and laughing out loud, which is which is high praise from Ed Definitely. Campbell because he's a dour faced yeah. prick. <laughs> <I> fucking hate <laughs> <it>. <laughs> um, But no, it's, it's really really good. The lawyer you mentioned, he's a bit of a, he's a bit of a star turn. You're not too bad yourself. Um, <laughs> you. I think one of the things that really stood out for me, and obviously I'll, I'll leave it, uh, Ed and Ava to ask their own questions as well, but. Was, was the role of humour in it, right? Like, it, it is funny. And I just wondered, you know, with, you're talking about, um, you know, working practices, whether workers are safe, you're talking about, um, you know, tax, tax avoidance and possibly tax evasion and those kind of things. And obviously it's pretty weighty subject matter. And yeah. I wondered in your mind, sort of how important <laughs> humour is to your, to your working process and when you want to take on a project, because I don't know, for, for me personally, I feel like it's, it's, pretty central to I don't think you can you can do you have to do one without the other right you mm. don't have to be serious and not make a joke at the same time yeah I mean it, it is the only reason that I don't know it's the only thing that I think I'm actually good at I think that like it it is actually there's so much amazing reporting about Amazon that's very 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 uh brutal and like difficult to read and um I guess that my challenge, what it started with originally was sort of like I made a short on my own that I funded myself and directed and made with Stan Crofts who edited this. We wrote it together. 
Um, and that was all about the tax segment of the film is kind of comprised a lot of, it's about half and half now, but of that footage. And that was simply like, I just read that Moneyland book and I was like, the Oliver Bullock one. Mm. And I was like, how do I make, how do I try and do, do something about this subject that isn't just really dry? Because you try and converse with like people, like your family members or your friends or whatever about that. And it's so boring. It's really difficult. Not a good review for Oliver Buller. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's actually, no. I, know I know it's not. I know it's not. No, it's really good. Friend, friend of Poljo. Yeah, Buller. friend of Poljo, Oliver Buller. Yeah, and also he did um, Butler to the World, right? Really yeah, that was good. Yeah, great. That was really good. We can actually empathise with that because we tried, didn't we? We tried to, we tried to make a video about it and, and were unsuccessful based, based off uh, Oliver Buller's work, didn't we? Not the exact no, stuff that we were just talking about. We did make a video. Was it any good? The Russian laundromat one? Yeah. It was good. Oh, that was that good was video, really actually. good. That yeah. video. Yeah. Am I thinking of something else? I've got no idea what you're thinking mm. about. Okay, but he has a book space. <laughs> <to do laughs> that. that was a nothing conversation. Yeah, yeah. Just, doesn't he? Like, this is my point. Like, there's two things. I'm not. That wasn't me saying that his book, his book is boring. No, I know. It was. It, it is really difficult to. Like, I always like means test ideas by like, can I say them in a sentence and can I speak them to someone who doesn't care about what I do and still and seeing their face whether they find it in any way intriguing. And I've, that was the thing that, like, if you have a book's worth of someone's time, I think that making the argument is still really hard, mm. but it's a different, like, that's a, it's a, another skill set, which I don't have. Um, but the one th the thing that I think that I'm able to do is to try and make it condense something like that. And I was tr really trying with this, uh, with all the ideas, is to use that and use comedy, because that's what... I think is really valuable mm -hmm. in communicating with people. So uh, I, I couldn't agree more. I think the the, the comedic side of things, uh, particularly uh, kind of in the in the journalism space, that pe people assume that because something's funny, that it can't they can't simultaneously make a point. And actually, mm -hmm. I, I think that's so far off the mark. I think it completely I think yeah. it completely misses the point in whether it's I don't know all kinds of satire to be like a a bit of a. Um, bit of a wonk about it you know how long have we had like political cartoons in this country like since mm. the fucking 18th century or something like it's True. and when people say oh you guys make those silly head swap videos um yeah. you know how can you talk seriously so that's that's the whole point it's like mm -hmm. yeah. the, the satire is the point of the thing yeah but you don't normally punch up and or mm. punch down you are punching down with Anderson <laughs> <laughs> they are beneath you they are you know they're just this little corner shop yeah. trying to get you know a couple of nice pieces to the families it's a conglomeration <laughs> of small businesses exactly yeah. have, have, have we mentioned I, I don't know if have we, have we mentioned what you do in the film is that something you don't want to spoil as like the main no well, no let's talk it's, about it it's, you, you, you sell Amazon drivers piss yeah, let's, let's. Why are we not talking about that? <laughs> Sorry. What's the headline? You're the lead, you fucking moron. Which, which is like, because I, I think we had, I think that's important context for the yeah, abstract conversation about, about comedy. Because like, you saw that was the driver's piss to make yeah. a point. Because I think it's, is it, I think you, you talk about the pub test and like yeah. your method. Mm. If you, you have an idea for your videos because you've got an excellent track record of Thank you. viral video making um, and, and all your, YouTube headlines or the types of the things are things you could say to someone in a pub and they go, what? Right. So the, like the pub test piss works for that. I think, I, I think it does. I hope it does. I'm sure no, it, um, <laughs> definitely it does. does. Okay, good. <laughs> it does. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, exactly. And that is genuinely the, 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 that is like what I tried to do with all these ideas. And we, um, yeah, I mean, I, I sold 
Amazon drivers urine on their platform is is a nice sentence. <laughs> it feels good. <laughs> you were going to do it anyway, so you might as well make a film. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it feels good, and it, and also it was like the thing with the challenge around the stuff with Amazon drivers having to urinate in bottles is um is interesting because it has been reported on, and it's like, and yet you know, I I went to a warehouse in Queens the other day, uh, outside well in New York, and uh, there was. I found about 30 bottles of piss in about half an hour. Uh, Yeah. That was the thing that really stood out for me, mate, was there's a few shots in it where you're like walking down an A road or whatever on the way to one of these places and it's just like one after the other. Yeah, it's crazy. After the other. Yeah, and I mean, it sounds like, it's quite interesting, isn't it? Because it's like, everyone thinks that's bad. Uh, And also obviously the thing, which I hadn't heard about, but Alex Press is a great journalist. She, She talks about uh, female drivers getting UTIs from holding in the piss. Oh. That's in the, yeah, it's crazy. And I, I'd never, I Googled that and it's not really been reported on. She gave us that, so it's good of her to do that in the film. Um, and yeah, just, I, I think the thing with the with the bottles of piss at the side of the road is it's it's genuinely, Amazon warehouses have popped up all over the world in you know, the past 20 years, whatever. Like more recently than that, but you know, to talk broadly, mm. uh, and and it is mad that one of the like you know the lights on the Christmas tree for an Amazon warehouse is bottles of piss outside <laughs> of it, and I genuinely challenge anybody to go go to their local fulfillment center and, and they will you will find piss. It sounds like I'm being like it sounds like I'm being stupid. Mm. It is the I called up my mate the other day. He Joel Golby. He was at the warehouse in Bow, and I was at the warehouse in Queens. And he found we were I was we were trying to do like out out count each other for bottles of piss. Same thing. Wherever it's never it's never failed to to uh, to bottles of piss. Amazon are flooding the world with piss. I'll say that. <laughs> but then why? Like, why are they flooding? Basically, why are they having to pee in bottles? Yeah, I mean the drivers say it in the film, but it, it's a mixture of things, isn't it? It's like. Um, Amazon drivers have really difficult targets. We spoke to drivers, you know, in Italy, Spain, all across America, in Britain. Um, you know, there's such subreddits of just so many drivers talking about this. This is just who we spoke to directly, who were in the film. Um, and there's a combination of things. It's that they have this app that they, they have unrealistic targets on the app. And the quicker they work, if they want to finish their work, they'll have like an, an allotted number of parcels they need to deliver in a day, a route. And if they work quicker, they get given larger routes. So there's not really any incentive. So, so that they, it's not about the actual productivity of how they work. It's like, we, we just want all of your time. So it's so, so, and that was something that we heard from multiple drivers, you know, quit this is all just their statements. Sorry. Do you have a question? No, no. Um, and then, so so they have this, like, just like this thing which is going to take all their time. And in their words, um, you know, if you work slower, you have a lower rating system on the platform and, and the dispatch manager monitors the this. I saw it. I looked over and looked at the app. It was kind of nuts. And they have like green to red how quick they're working. And like they're monitored and they're on a map. And they've got cameras. This is what they said, you know, this is, I'm just going on their service. They've got cameras in their car that, that are kind of filming them. Apparently, you know, Amazon say it's for their safety. Um, and so they've kind of, they're, they're anxious about that. They've got this, this kind of, they, all their time is occupied by delivering these parcels. And then, uh, you know, 
Amazon says that that you know we have we everyone should be able to go to the toilet. Like we give people enough time to do that. That's but then they're kind of they'll the I mean some of our drivers say that's in the film like you know people who take longer tend to lose their jobs. Mm. So like it's just a, a fact of it all that that the Amazon drivers piss in bottles. And then one thing that we uncovered in this film was. I think it was us who uncovered it, but I haven't seen it anywhere else. This is the point system. Mm-hmm. 10 bottles of piss, you get fired if you got 10, 10 bottles of piss. So they tend, this is my theory, to chuck them out the window as they arrive back from their shift. So right. you know, it's the last thing they do. So that, that's why there's always, they're always outside, because why would you bring your car back mm. with all the piss in it if you knew it was going to cost you your job? And it's, yeah. But, you know, so... That's why they're flooding the world with piss, I think. (laughs) Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Not another one. It's the Politics Show podcast. Ava, there's, um, there's been some efforts, haven't there, to, to unionize uh, the Amazon workers in, mm. in the UK. You, you've been up to Coventry, to the warehouse where it was happening. Um, what's, what's the story there? Is, is it a case of the, the working practices are so bad and that's why they want to unionise? What's, what's going on? What's going up in Coventry? Hours, mostly, mm. and um, lack of security in the job. Um, but it was a, a law firm called Foxglove. And they, they, they haven't been working on it for a while because the well, you, you're more on it than I am. But I believe that the case of the union collapsed. So Amazon said that GMB had overinflated how many people had joined or wanted to sign up for the union, had requested union work. Um, there was also a big issue as well with allegedly on the shop floor, if you were discussing unionizing, then you were getting sacked, um, which is illegal. Mm. You can't do that to unionizing workers. Um, they are. They have just announced new strike days, though. And then on new strike days, they do recruit outside, don't they? They have. Yeah, we went up there. They have big tents and they recruit. But it's it's terrifying when you go up there. It's. I think the only way you can describe it is it's very American. You, mm. Do you know what I mean? It's sort of like to the warehouse, you mean? Yeah, to the yeah. warehouse in Coventry. You come outside of like this, you know, like kind of provincial, you know, city, normal, and then you're in this. It, it, it's like a mile long it, or it looks it, you know, it's just so ridiculously large and you're not allowed on the land. We actually did the same thing as you. We went to park in the Amazon car park and we had like four men run at us be like, <laughs> get out. <laughs> I <was> like, okay. <laughs> and it was a rental car. So I was like, well, I'll swing it on the road. If they take it, they take it. <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> I'm not comfortable with uh, this. Yeah. Um, I really liked how you tackled the morality of 
not them not paying tax though. Mm. I thought that was a really good way of explaining why that is bad not to pay tax because what they do is they they put your purchase through Luxembourg and by putting and then Luxembourg instruct a seller here well for it to be distributed to you which is a legal loophole basically making sure the transaction doesn't happen in the UK and they, therefore they'd have to pay tax on it yeah. and I thought you explained that so well much better than I have so <laughs> no, no it's really complicated isn't it? it's, mm. it's actually really complicated and and as we've said boring so it's like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 I mean, it's really, it's like, it's one of those things. It's really difficult. Um, though all those visuals were like done at the very, very end with my Stan, who edited this as well, with, with my brother in the VFX. And like, yeah, they, I mean, they were amazing. Um, but yeah, I mean, literally, that's why I tried to bake in the third party liability thing into the stunt because it was like, oh man, if you could. You know, because that's like a really interesting way of explaining it to me is like, if I make an offshore company and then kind of almost do all of my activity through this off offshore company, but everyone can see that I've done it. Mm. I'm, I've done it. Well, should I be saying this? I don't know. <laughs> you know, uh, you know so you're talking hypothetically, hypothetically, if you were to do it. If I, yeah. if, if I were to commit fraud in this film, then, I, and I had film it and, and publish it on, on public spite, service broadcaster. Yeah. In spite of the lawyer saying don't publish this film, yeah. uh, then, you know, well, that might mean that it was... No, but I guess that it's like, I guess it says something interesting about the law in general, isn't it? Kind of, that if you, got, if you have access to that knowledge, then you, you can bury yourself in kind of, you can hide liability mm. and you can... You know, I, I, I invoice, say I may have invoiced that company... <laughs> For my, so I'm just a sole trader technically. So you know um, what I'm trying to say is it's kind of an, for me like practically in baking into the stunts the whole weirdness around third party companies and offshore companies. I think I tried my best to try and to try and do that in a way that it would make sense to because most people the idea of an offshore company is such an insane thing to mm -hmm. even think about in your life. Um, whereas the wealthy is like all they do, everything's. Just and it sounds kind of jargony, companies. doesn't it? When even when, even when you're speaking about it like yeah, this, funny. it sounds a bit. But it, not in the film. I think it's a comparison. It's the best comparison I've seen for paying. Sorry, explanation of why you should pay tax. Since John Richardson confronted Jimmy Carr about not paying tax. Wow. Sorry, this is an FBPE comparison. But, <laughs> no, um, you're quite an FBPE person. No, but ooh, ooh, yeah, ooh. Sorry, sorry that, was a, that was just a dig. What do you say? That is. What did you say? I say it's, uh, you're quite an FBP person. Wow. Well, I'm so sorry, Ed, that <laughs> no one knows who you are. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't Allegedly. be here without Allegedly. your dad. Allegedly. <laughs> what oh I was going to say. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> what I was going to say, you know he's Alistair Campbell's son? No, I'm, it's not true. No. <laughs> when, we were, when, we were try, when we were launching the podcast to promote it, we same thing to learn. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like the act. Oh, okay. No, so why did that? Why did Illegitimate Scottish son. Scottish. No, we thought to promote when we were launching the podcast <laughs> to, to try and promote it, we cut a promo with Ed being like, thanks to my dad, Alistair Campbell, of new Labour fame, I have 
secured my own <laughs> podcast and so we put it out and obviously baited them into sharing it and it went down very poorly was it the you, you still get people on Twitter being like your dad's a war criminal yeah I tweet and they're like oh you should be in the Hague son. <laughs> <laughs> like, well I shouldn't <laughs> and then the thing about people not knowing who he is is, is uh, earlier today we read a YouTube comment which was Ollie, Ava and that other guy really <laughs> so, uh, don't take him on the chin think humble yeah Always. no it's good Those, the comments are brutal man don't read them I don't <laughs> Everyone says something nice about Uber in the comments now. Um, okay, so John Richardson said to Jimmy Carr when he wasn't paying his tax and he was found out for it, he was mm. like, look, we're always told there's no money in the pot and it's because people like you aren't paying into the pot. So that's why mm. the nurses can't have a pay rise because you're not giving your right your fair share. Yeah. And I think the comparison, that, well, the explanation you did in your video yeah. is as good as that. Tried to do how, how quickly, hmm. oh, thank you, how quickly could Amazon make a prime delivery without the roads that our taxes pay for? Yeah. Ooh. That's the yeah. sentence that we have in there that I think is, I think that gets there for me. Um, yeah. I mean, a potholes are like a weird obsession of ours as a country. And I felt like, and the phenomenon, the visual thing of someone angrily pointing at a pothole. I'm so I'm jealous like, that you got to pose in photos. Thank you. <laughs> so thank thank you. you. It's, such a, it's such a genre of yeah, exactly. like local journalism, isn't it? It's an <laughs> yeah. absolute standout. And yeah. you're there. Like, Thank you. I'd the, get, the Grand Canyon. That. Yeah. yeah. That was sick. Yeah. That was cool. The biggest pothole. It's another Coventry shoot, that. A lot of Coventry in this film. I didn't expect it. I'm all for Cov representation <laughs> in, in the British media. Get out of Westminster, lads. Get to Cov. Exactly. <laughs> It's not far from where I grew up, about an hour away. Yeah? Yeah. Where are you from? A place called Redditch. Okay, yeah. I'm a Stratford boy. Really? Yeah, yeah. Do we know this? Do we know this? I don't know. I did. I went to Stratford College. Did you? Yeah. Bollocks. Yeah. Did no music, B-Tech. No way. Yeah. Fucking hell. Did you ever go into Mackey's on Bridge Street? Yeah, of course. That's where I worked. Really? Yeah, yeah. I prob you probably served me. Quite possibly, yeah. yeah. What interaction of new media titans? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're one, 2010. <laughs> yeah. one, one day people will go back to Stratford and they'll be like, yeah. the giants of, of media. Born At one here. point, Ollie Dugmore, Sean <laughs> <Silver laughs> Butler, a big man. <laughs> what is your Mackey's order? Uh, I mean, I'm a vegetarian, so it's classic now. McPlant. So, yeah, the McPlant. Mm. Um, I, yeah, I mean, back then I would have been, uh, yeah. Just, I, would, I was just trying to think. At college, what would I have been getting from that? It would have been like drunken mm. Weatherspoons in, on uh, the Golden Bee. Yeah, the Golden Bee. Yeah. Spent a long time in there. But Bang we got up. some mutual friends. Probably, we? yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should do this after we start. <laughs> yeah. after we <laughs> <laughs> got a real love it. <laughs> sorry, guys. Yeah, sorry. I, I love Stratford. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and you, Birmingham you, FC, as you explained earlier. <laughs> Which is weird because you've always presented as a Man United fan. You That's are rude. You, are you Zulu Army? 100%, yeah. I'm not going to... Shall I do it? What's Zulu? Zulu, Zulu Army. Is that what they call Birmingham City fans? Yeah. I'm, the, not, I'm not doing an Eber. The first, no, the first um, firm that allowed black members to join. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's one of these things that's quite... The least racist football firm. But that's also quite progressive, but also extremely racist, naming yourself the Zulu army. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> they give with one hand, they take away with yeah, the yeah, other. Yeah. How um, are they doing now? Has that continued? Has the bar continued to be that low for their racism quota? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I um, they probably won't want me to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. One of my friends is a QPR fan, and so every year we go to Loftus Road and watch Blues QPR, but I sit in the QPR end with him mm. and I was looking at the Blues away fans and one of them was just full on Nazi saluting 
like uh, literally Jesus the, the Kylie. Not your friend. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so. We were in the home end at Loftus Road. I was with the QPR fans, surreptitiously. Uh, you know, you know how it is. Doing a little like, yeah, yeah. What, what was that? That was like, oh wait, small silent, Nazi yeah. salute. No, Ava. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, under the desk, <laughs> so no one can see it. Jeez, Solly. And Jeez. then I saw one of my, you know, fellow. There we go fans. again. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Sit on your hand for a bit. Do, doing one, and I was, um, yeah, I was, I was appalled and disgusted. Did you report it to the police? No, I did not. No, no one liked. Then they the would have known he wasn't a QPR <laughs> fan. I, Sorry. I decided to wait five years and then talk about it on a podcast. <laughs> and hopefully the police will take action. Justice, yeah. yeah justice, justice will, will, will take terrible. place. I said this was about the law. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just reviewing things yeah. we should have reported to the police. <laughs> um, What's the worst crime you've ever seen? In, in person? Yeah. That, that was a joke no, and I don't know why I'm going to take no, it so no, seriously. I, I, I mean... Amazon not paying tax? That would be yeah, 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 yeah. Back to the film. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, alleged uh, abuse, uh, breaches of health and safety laws inside Amazon Coventry. Exactly. Mm. Maybe. Who knows? Mm. What was it like when you got in there and they ru- they they rumbled you? Right, you were like they were like, yeah. you are you are not Paul. Yeah, you are Ubar Butler. Yeah. Was that awkward? Just a bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this was on day three. I'd been working there oh, for no three days. Okay. Uh, yeah. And um, it was like, uh, to be honest, because I'd been working there and it was quite, the whole thing was very stressful. They have like, the way that they treat their staff is quite unusual and the way that they, whenever you, I've worked in factories before and they don't like have like airport style security scanners that monitor you when you come off the warehouse floor and um you know, cameras, a lot of cameras in the warehouse, like the employee said to me that you can be stuff that you think is quite innocuous and then you'll get called into it, you know, and uh, you'll get called in for it. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, on the third day, they're kind of, I was kind of feeling like, okay, cool. I've got, I feel like I'm getting what I need to get, which is what I was there in the pub, in the public interest. That was why I was there. Secret filming, which is what we were doing, is very, very heavily, you know, regulated as it should be. It's kind of a last resort. Um, And so I'd never done it before. So I was very nervous throughout about not fucking up because uh, it had taken a lot of work to get me in there. Um, And obviously, like, I was hired as part of a hiring spree that Amazon had done outside of peak season. And like people on the warehouse floor were saying to me, well, you're, you've only been hired because of the union vote that's coming up. You, you are part of uh, Clever Tactics by Amazon, your employment to, to basically flood out the union vote. Wow. Yeah, which was nuts. Um, it's a bit illegal that as well. Well, they, the Amazon in their right to reply have basically said that they continue to hire, they hire Coventry because as they see as they see fit, people who work at Amazon Coventry tend to stay long, that kind of thing. Um, it's a good shill. Thank you. <laughs> a Patsy and a shill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've had so many legal calls. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, so yeah, that's what they say. But my experience was that... Um, yeah, it was they, they they successfully delayed the vote. Um, you said earlier uh, stuff about you know what they said that GMB had been skewing numbers. 
I don't really know, to be honest. I would say that the union is something that came up while I was inside and it, there was an atmosphere around everything. And I was like one of sort of 100 new recruits on my shift, but that was a day shift and that would have been the same in the night. I was like me and one other person was the only person on the shift that weren't um, people who were from South Asia working on a student visa. Mm-hmm. So it was all a lot of like very temporary workers who can only work 20 hours a week and i remember saying this at the at the end of every day you kind of have to write out all of your notes and like you know what did you observe like what got said and everything Mm. i remember making a note of it being like this is quite weird the way that i'm the only one who's like not a student Mm -hmm. um and then yeah it obviously came up and like since gmb have said it was they see that it was like you know part of a way to 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 interfere with the boat and it was weird, like, oh, shit. So I've gone in to do this undercover reporting where I'm, like, trying to observe things. And, like, you know, I worked in, like, insane conditions on this lorry for about four long, four hours longer than, three and a half hours longer than they said I should. The thing that you do notice talking to everyone, it's kind of like an in-joke in at Amazon that, that I experienced was, like, people just being, like, yeah, I'm, I live, like, oh, you're in pain. <laughs> Get oh, used God. to it kind of vibe. And, it, it, and that was, like continual throughout everyone that I spoke to and like even the man like some of the managers who I spoke to who sound some of them like they were also like yeah and they were like don't why do you think I don't do that anymore you know kind of like that was the conversation I had another one of my co-workers who was saying that she'd been like crying from, from um being in so much pain and that they she didn't really get much sympathy from from the people that work above her um so yeah, like come back to like humor. What we were talking about earlier, it's like quite difficult to make a film that yeah. deals with both things. Mm-hmm. But it is true, like is it, to to have that in the film and then also then think, okay, fuck, how do I do my thing with that? Uh, is is really difficult, um, and it's like a tightrope that we sort of were, were balancing mm-hmm. throughout the whole film. Were we getting it right? Were we being sensitive enough? You know, these are people that have to piss in bottles every day of their lives. Is, and also people who live in chronic pain, you know, can you also do that and also sell piss as a drink on, on the internet? Uh, you know, answer yes. Yeah. <laughs> we can, we'll do both. Yeah. It, you know, the, the reason they're in so much pain is because they have to do, they're doing repeated actions the entire time. So it's like they're doing the same movement mm. for eight hour shifts. That's why they're in pain because mm. you've got no, you're literally yeah. like, There'll be someone who stands at the bottom who will just assemble the boxes or there'll be someone else who shuts the package. So there's someone else who mm. pulls something off of the conveyor belt and because they're doing that repeated action all day, it, it ruins them. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Like, like me at my laptop. Yeah. Yeah. Really help, really strains my wrists. Absolutely. Do you know that the local councils bid for the warehouses to be in their, their areas as well? Yeah. It's wow. a big fight. But the, the, the local councils want it because it's an easy oh, way. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. it's an easy way to say, well, we've created employment in the area yeah. mm-hmm. or we've, we've created, because they, they do, they, it's like 10,000 jobs. Oh, yeah. You know, it's huge. Yeah. Um, and they, they all fight for it and bid for it. Mm. I don't think it's in Zara Sultana's constituency. Is it just on the edge of it? Yeah. She's coming south, isn't she? Yeah. And I, I'm not actually sure. But she was there on the day that we were, I sort of was, had a mask on because I was about to go undercover there and also went and did some reporting on the, on the, how should I say that? Jesus Christ, because then that's supposed to be, <laughs> fuck, can I say that? Uh, I'll just say, I went down there on a, on a, on a day 
that uh, where there was a strike happening and Zara Sultana was there. I know she was on the picket line, mm. but you know, maybe that's just because she just loves a picket, you know, she just love a picket. Always she's always showing up for the workers, that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Can't keep a good woman down. Yeah. How long were you intending to stay if you hadn't been rumbled? Uh, years. Yes, I was <laughs> going to go early. Well, they, they had some strikes. He's gone native. He's all the way here. He's become a manager. <laughs> you get promoted. <laughs> Real company man. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that the, 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 man. the CTO of Amazon looks a lot like that guy Uber Butler? <laughs> He's taken down the 10 pisses to three. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. Um, yeah, I mean, I... To be honest, we had clearance to be there, obviously. We had to do a lot to, do, to get that. Um, and there was some strike days the week after, some planned industrial action, and we were we were sort of eyeing up that, but we were taking it as we mm. came along. I was only on three days a week. Mm. So uh, I don't know yeah. is the answer. The, the Channel 4 budgets aren't massive. So uh, <laughs> not much. Sure. Um, try and work here, hun. Yeah, <laughs> probably, probably bigger than ours, I would imagine. Um, the guys are Hollyoaks for you. <laughs> I didn't even have time to go and collect the piss bottles. When I was up there, Ollie was going, I don't care, piss in a bag. <laughs> <laughs> we have never had it so good. It's the Politics Show podcast. Can we um can we talk a little bit more broadly, I guess, as a as a collective about stunts and like stunt stunt based, I guess you'd call it journalism rather than perhaps content. Whereas, you know, because there have been people like, for example, led by donkeys or whoever who have kind of made um content where, you know, I don't know, they like pour blue and yellow paint on a road and then the cars turn it into like a Ukraine flag or something, you know, something like that. And it's kind of a uh, uh, you maybe you could call it gesture politics or like you know um, collectivism or whatever the fucking word for it is these days. Um, what do we see as kind of the distinction between something like that and then perhaps the stunts in films like this or the films elsewhere? I don't know. I'm I, kind of looking at you, Ed, because you're you're an expert in these things. Yeah, um, I, I think it's interesting actually. Is this film and your kind of work generally was very similar to. Zach Alsop and Max Foster's kind of content that they make on YouTube. If people don't know, they may do like kind of stunts like Max did. Um, he snuck into like the International Security Expo. But in that video, he's not making a wider political point about um, international security or something mm. like that. Like there's, it's just like, it's just entertainment. Mm. And it's funny. And they're, they're really good videos and they're really good at what he does and they are very funny. And they're similar in tone. But ultimately, I think there's like a larger point at the heart of this film and it's like it's uncovering something shocking as well whereas I think a lot of if we call it collectivism or stunt based political political stunts it's highlighting something that you already know mm. and it's to be shared by people who already agree with that sentiment mm. and it's to be, make you feel good if that makes sense yeah. was that was that coherent yeah it was coherent that's, man, yeah. that's good I, I enjoy like, your analysis always Ed. thank you back yourself a good, a good example is um there's an artist, will I name him? No, I won't. But, um, <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> Damien Hurst. That genre was shit. Banksy. Um, okay. Moron. <laughs> but there was this, like, it was an image of um, the five Tory prime ministers. Oh, so it was basically very similar to Swede's video, like, sentiment, as I'm like, the, the iconic train spotting poster. Oh, yeah. And it was just called. Tory spotting and it just had the Prime Ministers as 
the characters from Trainspotting. Mm. Yeah. And that was it. They're looking cool then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they look fucking sick. <laughs> and no one was like, he, everyone was posting that under Irvine Welsh's tweet. And you can imagine he was just like, fuck off. Like, but, but like, <laughs> but like, it was like people were being like, what? Like people were sharing it and being like, this is good political art. Like, the concern is that people thought that came from us. Yeah, That's no. the concern. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I think I saw, but, but like people were sharing to their Instagram story and it's like to be seen it's, it's, it's art that's to be consumed. It it's not like challenging. It's confirmation of your own of opinions you already hold, and it's not going to change anyone's mind. Mm. Whereas, like someone with the best will in the world towards Amazon, a loyal Prime subscriber, a big fan. Hey man, hell yeah, brother! <laughs> a big fan of all their excellent original series would, would watch your film and think, "Well, that's shocking." Uber, before I come to you and ask you about for your whether you agree with Ed, and I look forward to that. I want to out myself that immediately after watching the film, I went, um, do you know what I haven't read recently? Um, Mark Fisher's book, Capitalist Realism. And I went onto Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally within minutes. Well, that's what that's the, the film. The film was made to program you. It's actually advertorial for Amazon. It's just <laughs> um, yeah, which is fairly shameful. But um, anyway, back to the, the main point of things. Uh, Uber, obviously, you you also have done a fair amount of you know stunt based stuff. It's not just this, right? It's the right. it's the shared. It's sending body doubles on t- for media interviews. All of all of your bits and pieces and. For me, for the real heads, you know, the older canon, the sort of picture, picture picture features that you did for Vice, which were fucking excellent. Thank you. What do you, what do you see as the role of kind of stunts in creating that, those kind of things? And do you, do you agree with Ed about sort of um, confirming biases and, and challenging people? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it's a trend, isn't it, now where you've got platforms that are constantly doing, I don't know. I, I guess it's like a few things where it's like what you're actually trying to achieve because if if you, if it is you're just trying to make a successful social media account, then confirming biases is amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it's like it's literally, mm-hmm. it's like the perfect type of content for if you just want stuff to spread as quickly as possible. Uh, BLM content. Ooh, here we go. Well, it was it was the Black Square during the <laughs> pandemic. Yeah. I'm sorry, that was yeah. yeah. All the girls in the home counties selling the, selling the sharing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, how much do you? I guess it's. Yeah, what is what is the conceit of it? Because it's, um, what am I trying to say? Is there is it because it? But all of it isn't it basically come down to whether you actually have any sincere beliefs about the thing anyway. I don't really know. I haven't really thought about it. Um, it's just weird considering I've just made this film. I, I I guess that all that I personally was trying to do with this, and it is a bit, to be honest, a little bit of a movement because of um, I'm older now. So I want to make things that maybe, uh, I don't know, I've grown, I hope, as a person and as someone who makes stuff. And this is what's appealing to me, is to try and make something about Amazon, which is ubiquitous, the biggest mm-hmm. online retailer, or the biggest retailer in the world. And I was like, well, how, I want to make stuff that, that I want to create stunts and pinpoint things that I find uh, particularly, there's always like that secret source of something that's hip, hip, like uh, hypocritical or funny or interesting and trying to combine those elements. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think with like a Led by Donkeys or something, my mom shares that. She loves them. Uh, and she's, she's a nurse for 25 years. So like, you know, that I, I think it's easy, you know, whatever. They make, they've, they've had a run of... <laughs> I don't know what to say. Um, 
I don't like it when Ed sneers at led by donkeys, to be honest. Yes, you do. <laughs> no, I don't. Yes, you do. I actually don't. <laughs> I don't. I, don't, I, I don't. sit there and I say, this is really important to people who've been a nurse for 25 years. You're <laughs> <laughs> just off the phone with Uber's mum. No, but look, I will also respond to those messages and say, yeah, but mum's... Um, but, you know, but what I'm trying to say is, I, I think they've got some better, is it? They've had a really? couple of d- better ones. Mm. I reckon the thing that they did with the the people with the third party with the company that they did the the, oh, the thing that was that was decent. Yeah, that's, that's, a, decent. The, uh, the, that's a decent thing. thing. That, that's yeah. so much better than making a fucking sign on the Thames. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. what he hates the most. Or projecting that's onto his Parliament. Biggest, yeah, that's oh his. Oh my god, yeah, it's yeah, the biggest well, waste of fucking time. Yeah, so I think it looks um, really cool. So, it, does, so, it does look interesting. Anyone I, can I'm do it. Fall into that. <laughs> what t- yeah. Thames projections? Well, you get your projector up then. Sorry okay, that we, don't, can, we can do that this evening. <laughs> what projector do you have that's that big? What are you and your girlfriend I'll, I'll watching the, films I'll, on? Order one off Amazon. This is what they make me do. This is really about. Yep. What does your bedroom look like? Is it just like it must be brighter? It's like, that's your home projector. It must be like being on the sun. Like, <laughs> the sun. No, I don't have a home projector. I should get one off Amazon. It's mine. But home. as people that make online content, it, you, trying to come up with concepts that spread and communicate and, and whatever the fuck you're trying to communicate, whether that's just, we need to make some money for our platform. So, you know, I'm not saying you anybody no, I'm so um, then it's like you know <laughs> it's a, su- a successful thing could yeah, just yeah. be that you know but uh, it, could, it depends what you're trying to do with it I guess mm-hmm. I guess it's whether you actually yeah that's 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 the point isn't it it's like taking the common thread between both of what you've said it's whether are you trying to change something or are you trying are you trying to just draw people's attention to something are you actually mm-hmm. trying to create real world change or are you just chasing chasing numbers and you know there's plenty. Of, there's plenty of space for maybe all of those things. So. Well, well, I think that just a thing as well. It's just an amazing, insane opportunity to work for a public service broadcaster where the your main, you know, the, it's it, the com- emphasis is completely different to anything I've ever made in my life. Where mm. you know you've got more of a space to actually talk about this shit, and uh, that's kind of the amazing thing. You know, it is also about obviously the success of the sh- of the show and whatever viewers things like that overnights but like also the stuff that gets made needs to have that point mm. uh, and as a younger person I definitely don't I know if I would have had that in me I don't know maybe maybe I would have it's um, such a different audience though as well right yeah. for you because I mean it's it, it's a you're reaching over 50s in a way that you probably wouldn't typically target yeah well, except my own personal interest in that yeah. demographic. <laughs> uh, Me too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it, you know, I, it's weird not knowing how it's going to do. I'm terrified that no one's going to watch it, obviously, because, yeah. uh, you know, you get a chance to work for years trying to do something and specifically on this and then, fuck, I need to watch it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, 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 yeah, just as I said, when you've got a different, when you've got that back, it's back in uh, through like a public service broadcaster, it does completely change what your emphasis on. Maybe it doesn't. I don't even know. I don't even believe what I'm saying. Yeah, I do know what you mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't even question. believe what you mean. For sure. The thing with it, if, if you're making a social media video or a YouTube video, you think about retention. Mm. and like the open and stuff like that and where would the audience fall off should we use big subtitles here 
because the idiot audience can't pay attention to something for more than <laughs> 30 seconds. Whereas like a piece of television is... What? Your thread all day today has been to attack, to attack our audience. You did that in the last recording. Yeah, yeah I know. I'm, I think I'm feeling, it's my first day back at work after a while. Feeling, <laughs> feeling hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're, gonna, they're not going to call you the other guy now, are they? <laughs> the no, they absolutely will not. They don't know my fucking name now. <laughs> <laughs> He's been full of contempt all day. Really? Honestly. Just vengeful. One of those days. Yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of... Um, I think we've been going through more than an hour, so I'm kind of inclining. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, any more for any more? No? No? Guys? Maybe watch the film? Yeah, absolutely. It's been a pleasure. Uber, would you like to plug the film one more time? Yeah, it's called The Great Amazon Heist. It's on Channel 4, 19th of October at 10pm, and then just stream it. Even if you hate me, just stream the film. Mm. Uh, That's exactly what I did earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a shout out to uh, my nieces, uh, Eve and Penny. Oh, yeah. They were so they sweet. Were great yeah. film. Uh, four and six years old. They, uh, well, you know, maybe they've uh, kind of accrued up a million pounds worth of fines for Amazon to have to pay when this comes out, potentially. So... Shout out to those little little gals. Good work. Good work for them. Ed, Ava, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, to the audience, I'm sorry about what Ed said about you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> please head to Change the... my mind, audience, actually. <laughs> change my mind, yeah. Head to the subreddit, change Ed's mind about you. Um, <laughs> thank you. Oh, no. Thank you so much. We'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.